Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Eighty-eight episodes, Sarah. Okay, you know you still don't know how to use a mic stand. Whatever. Okay. Welcome back to the Cousin Connection podcast. podcast. Okay, guys. Yeah, what I was saying before this. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot, I'm kind of like coming cold into uh, intro, whatever. But like, okay, we might we might be a little low energy today, but like, honestly, I feel like Ramadan ain't that bad this year. Oh yeah, this is our, technically our first um, episode. episode we're recording like during Ramadan. Oh, yeah. Uh, last week's was actually the day before. Some, exactly. No, a days it was before. like, yeah, literally like three days before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if, if you're fasting right now, Ramadan Mubarak to everyone out there. And uh, hopefully it's going well for y'all. I know it's only been a few days. Well, by the time I post, this, it's going to be a full week. Yeah. Or we post is going to be a full week. week. Yeah. So uh, hopefully everything's going well for you. You mm-hmm. know, you're taking advantage. You know, you're taking some of those points I had about Sahur and like how to eat properly and manage your diet. So you take so you so you're fully satiated throughout the day, so you can focus on your 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 dean and 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 your and becoming a better Muslim, okay? Yeah, and don't forget to hydrate too when you're in the hours of eating. Yeah, uh, hydrate a lot because exactly. D- don't do don't do the whole hydrating like with two full bottles like right before you no. finish suhoor because <coughs> if you do that, your body's literally just gonna be like, "Where's all this water coming from?" and pees it out like right away. Yeah, uh, and then you just be dehydrated for the rest of the day. Um, you just have to like drink a lot of water over the course of the night, yeah, and early morning, or um, get some electrolytes or make some at home. Mm, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and I was saying also that like. I've been working out during Ramadan as well. And honestly, mm-hmm. I haven't really felt like a big difference. See, I wanted to work out, but I got sick. Uh, I am sick right now, too. I don't know. How how did you get sick, like, right? You know what? Before? I kind of, I felt it coming, though. Mm. Because I, uh, like, you know when it starts off as a sore throat? Yeah. And I was trying everything, every home remedy yeah. to try and get rid of it. Have you ever heard of um, bee propolis? What? It sounds like a rapper or something. <laughs> what okay be propolis yeah i think it's like like some sort of like derivative from the mm-hmm. it's not honey but it kind of tastes like honey it yeah. tastes like honey before it becomes honey um what's that thing called? is it made by like bees pollen yeah yeah it is so it's actually like b b e e yeah propolis yeah yeah and so it's like in a dropper my yeah. mom got it from costco i don't know it says like for sore throats and stuff yeah and she's like does it work though yeah, it like soothes, like coats it. I think yeah, it's like what's the difference between that and honey? I don't know. I feel like honey would have like more benefits. You know, it's like maybe, with- but like I I took it every single day. Like mm-hmm. when I started feeling the sore throat, and it got the best of me. So I'm just like kind of like you know what you know. You just have to like take it head on. I I even started taking focus the, on um, just making sure you have a good diet in the meantime. You know the vitamin C packets. Yeah, like I started taking that. Yeah. Like the all the pills you could, but think even of. I feel like the vitamin C packets are like also a like a gimmick, like a gimmick. Really? Yeah, because your body once you have like it's it's like anything. Once you have the enough vitamins in your body, 
your body literally just gets rid of it in your urine. That's all it does. That's why they. That's why a lot of like, you know that guy on YouTube, Doctor Mike. Mm-hmm. He's always talking about how like he he thinks these um, vitamin pill ads are like super misleading because they'll say oh it's like one hundred fifty percent, two hundred percent of your daily intake, whatever. Like, and he's like, well, you don't need if it's more than one hundred percent, you don't need all that extra stuff. It's literally just gonna come out in your urine. So you're just wasting money on if you're already getting your vitamins throughout the day. Like you don't need something on top of that. Right? Unless like you're deficient in something like iron, like some people are, but even that can be remedied usually by just having like extra spinach or whatever, or I think like other high high salmon, salmon or like other foods that are high in iron. <coughs> I um, don't know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, a lot of those things. I I just feel like if you just have a good diet, you yeah, can kind of remedy a lot of those. Not issues. Not everyone could have a well balanced diet, so that's why they rely on the supplements. Well, that's what they want you to believe. Everyone can have a well-balanced diet. You can, but is it always attainable? I don't know. Yes. It's more attainable than going out and doing all that extra stuff. You know how expensive groceries are? Yeah, I I don't spend more than 50 bucks. What? For like a week and a half, something like that. And and I've been able to get all my vitamins and everything. I'm telling you guys. But Amir, you're built different, okay? (laughs) We eat the same meals every single day. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Like you said, some people got to make sacrifices, okay? If if that's one of the sacrifices, you got to make it. If it means that you're going to have a good diet, you're going to be a well-balanced diet. I mean, I feel like I hit all my nutrients. Mm -hmm. I also take multivitamins. See? (laughs) The gummy ones are so good. Ask your doctor. Ask your doctor (laughs) next time you go and be like... How do you feel about gummy vitamins? Yeah. Cause I remember, like, yeah, I don't think I've ever taken vitamin pills. Like, my dad's always been fully on me, like, about taking them. Like fish oil, I remember that was like his thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they were like so concerned because I didn't go, to, I didn't go to the doctor for so many years. They're like, <laughs> like, how do you know your diet's working? All that stuff. I went to the doctor, like I mentioned last time. They're like, yeah, you're perfectly fine. All your levels are good. I feel like you are never gonna let them live this down. I won't. I I will mention it. I will continue to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um. Yeah, you know what? Just make sure you're you're getting your good diet in there, okay? If you have to make certain sacrifices to to attain that diet, then just do it, okay? I know it's I know it's hard, or it may seem like it's hard, mm-hmm. but I feel like doing all that extra stuff is just in a way it makes things more complicated than they need to be. But I feel like the temptation for good like for indulging mm-hmm. is a lot higher when you're fasting, right? Because you're you always want something you can't have, right? <laughs> yeah, so you always and and then like during ramadan people are invited over to other people's house mm-hmm. and you know when you have guests like you always try to show up yeah as you should be generous with your guests yeah um so i yeah. imagine you go to someone's house and they have this decadent yeah hey, I'm, I'm not cake. saying you have to do 20 100 of the time okay all right fine yeah remember everything in moderation even oh, yeah. moderation okay uh, i mean i say it too yeah um but uh, I actually want to just like shift the topic because I'm so excited to talk about this real quick. Already? No. About- oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just real. I just wanted to bring it up really quick. Okay. So as okay. you guys know, uh, was it last week? Yeah, last week mm-hmm. we went and did um, painting. Like we went to a pottery shop where the the or the dishes, <laughs> the what? items, the items were already made. Yeah. They were just like a blank canvas, and so we got to paint them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't able to show you guys because they were being cured or whatever the mm-hmm. term is called. But we got them. Ramir got them for us. And I'm so excited to show you guys. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. For you audio listeners, Sarah just pulled out a mug. So this is my mug. I feel like I should go up to the camera and like do a close. No, you are not messing with my focus. Okay. I, you know what? 
what we'll do is after we're done recording this, yeah, I'll do some B-roll shots. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Like, you know I, how we mess, I know, you know, we mess I know. with the focus here. Okay. This is the mug. Okay. So mine was, I was kind of thinking of something more functional. Like I'm going to drink the coffee or tea mm. in this at night. And so coffee in the morning, tea at night. Huh? Get uh, it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys oh, by are... the way, she for audio listeners, her mug has half a moon or no, it has a moon in a crescent form and a sun that it's in front of. Yeah. So you got like half and half over each other. Everyone's yeah. seen that like that iconic image of like half the sun, half the moon thing, but yeah. Uh and it has a few stars coming out. The weird thing is that the stars are on the side of the sun. You know, I know. Should be on the side of the moon. I also got really lazy. <laughs> yeah, she kind of just like blotched out the stars. <laughs> I just took a little paintbrush and did like white dots and yeah. stars. Because there like, is like on the actual mug itself, there is like a a raised part of it that has the image of the sun and the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Sarah just painted that in. Did you see the blend work? Uh, well, definitely better mine. Better than mine. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let him here, um, have the spotlight now because honestly. <laughs> I don't even think they'll be able to see it from here, okay? <laughs> well, just hold it up. We'll do another shot of just like, think. You. Just think of like uh, the salamander from uh, Monsters Inc. But he had he doesn't have like a long neck. Neck. He has like the face of Kirby. That, yeah. <laughs> or really? or uh, that gas monster from uh, uh, Pokemon. I forget his name now. Remember the gas one, the one that has had a rock and his face was on it. He's one of the ghost type. Oh, I don't Come on, you don't that. remember that? No. Well, basically, I did that, okay? And uh, I tried to do the whole, like I mentioned, I tried to do the whole stripe thing, and I thought it didn't work, and it will probably won't show up on the video here, but apparently when they're doing the curing, like, certain colors show up a lot more. So now it just looks like it's, like, 50 shades of purple. <laughs> <laughs> <With green. laughs> because you green can see spots. all the times I've messed up. It tried to, like, <laughs> repaint over it, but apparently that all came through. So it's just 50 shades of purple all, all over this monster looking thing. I didn't even like paint the feet properly. They're all like the same color. There's a bunch of like, you know, the dots at least came out fine. There's a bunch of green dots on it that turned out pretty okay. So, you know, I'm proud about that. Yeah. And I made it like a simple face. I didn't even give him like an expression. It's literally just his teeth and his mouth. He kind of looks like um the, the cat from uh, Alice in Wonderland, at least that yeah. face. Uh, so yeah, that, that that should give you a good visual of what I'm dealing with here. But you know what? It was the first time, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll cherish this <laughs> until I make a better one. In the <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like really trying hard to compliment. He's like, just don't, just don't even yeah, try. <laughs> no. Okay. You it know, doesn't look that bad though. Like now that I'm like really looking at it. Yeah. But was that worth four hours of work? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it took us four hours to mm-hmm, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was really excited to show you guys. Yeah. We have the other, well, the other guys, I guess. Maybe we'll show like a picture of what they we'll do. Like. We'll do the B roll. So as we're talking, saw what it sort of looked like before it was cured out. Yeah, uh, last week I put that in the video. So if you want to see what those look like, then you can check out the video from last week's episode, episode eighty-seven. We'll have like a B roll shot of all of them here. I'll yeah. just record one and you can put it in. But yeah, um, um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So before we get into our episode this week, as you guys know, we're, we are doing the the Ramadan series. This mm-hmm. is part two, episode two whatever you want to call it yeah um i just want to say don't forget to subscribe we are so close to three thousand subscribers mm-hmm. if we haven't already hit it actually let me just check now while we're recording let me see no we got we gotta like step up our youtube game that's why okay i know we really do gotta step yeah. up our youtube game <gasps> we are so close we're literally 30 subscribers away from hitting three thousand yeah. subscribers 
Hey, we might yeah. get some out of you know when it gets to three thousand, something might be coming out. I'm just saying, okay, well not coming out, but like it's, there might be a benefit to you guys. You know, I'm just saying, okay. So, so all we're saying is subscribe if you want to hear more mm-hmm. from us or watch more from us on our channels, mm-hmm. um, because one of our topics today is actually the disappearance of TikTok or the potential. Oh yeah, disappearance. But uh, yeah, follow us. I mean, subscribe to our channel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Amir take it away from here. So in in America, basically, basically, they're like putting TikTok on the stand and in questioning them. And basically, they're like threatening to say like, hey, we're going to block you guys. We're going to delete you, not delete you guys. What do you call it? Ban yeah. you guys from America. And um, they brought up like the CEO. I think his name's like something true. I forget his full name. But he was on the stand in Congress and they're like grilling him. And it actually, first off, that whole grilling session, huh? Shuzi Chu, that's his name. Yeah, uh, but that whole grilling session is now being like, what do you call it? Mean by everyone on the internet? Why? Because it made everyone realize that Congress has no idea how just the internet works. Mm. Like, there's literally a question where the guy was asking the CEO of TikTok. He's like, "Does your app connect to our home Wi-Fi?" And and the guy, the, literally the CEO is confused. He's like, um, yeah, if you connect it to your uh, home network. And he's like, does it use, and the, then he follows, he's like, does it use my internet? And he's like, um, yeah, you know, people <laughs> need to, that's how these apps work. They need to connect to the internet so we can give them the content. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to lead to be like, oh, your, um, does your, and then I think the next question was like, does your phone or app i think this was actually a good question but she should have led with this he's like does your app like connect to other devices within the home network and like receive information from them Uh. right but like just the line of questioning was so odd and it just it it was it was definitely it definitely showed how congress has no idea how the internet works or how these apps work and at all yeah and that put a lot of fear in a lot of the tiktok users because they're like we're literally going to use this, lose this app because people don't know how apps work or how all of this works. And then the main reason they wanted to get rid of the app is because they feel like this information is being shared with the Chinese government since TikTok is technically a Chinese app. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that is a legitimate fear that the user's information will be shared with the Chinese government. But the thing is that, first off, all the other apps already do this, like, t- like Facebook instagram youtube they already take all your information and sell it to the highest bidder so if china wanted to they could probably buy it from one of them to begin with um but so really like if they're going to be grilling tiktok for this they should be grilling all the apps for this and they have done that before but they didn't go to this extent where they're actually saying we're going to ban you guys from the country um so really this is just more of a political game i think they're only doing it because it's a chinese app yeah, it, or an app that originated from China. I don't know exactly. It's so it's app, more political of anything, right? Because yeah. China and America are definitely not allies, right? They they've always been at head to head or uh, at, at odds. At odds, mm-hmm. exactly. So, uh, but what made me, what I kind of took away from this is that, like, let's say TikTok is banned, and first off, people are like, "Oh, it doesn't matter." So, like, if it's banned in America, like, we're okay because we're in Canada. And people in the UK are okay. But for the most part, like other countries usually follow suit with what America does. Yeah. Because they're like the the number one power or they 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 want they usually the allies usually stick together, right? So when one country makes a decision, usually the other countries do the same thing. Especially if it's America. 
Um, so we might lose it as well. Yeah, I mean, I, wouldn't be surprised. I started to notice um, that a lot of TikTokers are now saying like, you know, thank you guys so much for all your support. Yeah. If we lose this app, please follow me on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah interesting so all y'all who abandoned instagram when tiktok became big are now coming back to well like instagram the only reason they abandoned tiktok is because i mean instagram is because tiktok did it better right so it makes sense that people would leave it because they're gonna give them first off you can blow up a lot faster on tiktok yeah you get served to a lot more people on tiktok like there are people with millions of followers on instagram who get like a thousand likes on their pictures and videos and stuff because TikTok is just not sharing videos like they used to. And yeah, it's happening to us too. Yeah, it happens to everyone. I can see it. Like I literally, I'm always yeah, looking at analytics, same. right? So you can see that Instagram is like basically killing its own, it's killing itself from how... Um, but I mean, this is a great opportunity for them to now shine. Like if they were smart mm-hmm. and they see what's happening with TikTok. But what's their incentive? All they have to do. And also, sorry, I forgot to mention this aspect of it is that... Uh, the reason that these congressmen are grilling TikTok so much also is because the other social media companies are uh, lobbying on the other end. So they're basically paying these congressmen and giving them like back end deals to go after TikTok because that's their biggest competition, right? Mm. So because if they can get rid of their biggest competition, they have no reason to innovate. They have no reason to get better, right? Because if they can just lobby their way into uh, getting the competition to be banned then like what's the incentive to make yourself better damn right so that's essentially what's happening there uh so facebook and youtube are a big part of why this is happening and why this is seems to be a legitimate issue now yeah but like first of all i mean not that we use facebook like that but youtube shorts Mm y'all could do better i know i'm on youtube saying this but like you guys could do better because i feel like it's so limited in what you can do and Mm -hmm. you, you don't really like have that much creativity and let's be real People are just repurposing their videos from other apps. Yeah, typically TikTok. <laughs> yeah. And and so, like, I think that's why I'm saying, like, this is a great opportunity for whether it's Facebook. I don't even know what they're called on Facebook, the short mm-hmm. videos, but reels on Instagram, shorts on YouTube. Like, this is a great opportunity for them as multi-billion dollar companies to improve and then now take over as they want to. You can't just, like just because you're trying to buy your way through being the mm-hmm. the monopoly or whatever it's called yeah. people are still going to hate your <laughs> like they're not going to hate it but yeah. they're not going to they're only using it because they have to it's not because they genuinely want I, to I feel like everyone's going to move to YouTube if anything cuz YouTube has both the long form content side of it and it has the shorts right that and I think they're also they've mastered the monetization Exactly monetization's a big part of it I think even Facebook recently said that they're no longer be paying people for reels really yeah why because probably because there's no competition right if they feel like they're they're already gearing up for like they're already expecting tiktok to be banned Mm. so they're getting rid of rid of a lot of those incentive for people to come to their platform because that might be the only choice at one point or at some point yikes yeah so but the main question i had after this is that from a muslim perspective Mm -hmm. because with TikTok's rise, like the Muslim community, I felt like also had like a big boom, or at least we we, we felt like we were seen a lot more, or like it was um, just more easy, like you get more exposure. Exactly, exactly. So my question was, how do you feel if TikTok was banned? How do you feel like it would affect the Muslim community as in general? Um, I mean, I think that the 
it's kind of just like we're all just gonna have to migrate from one app to another it's just like Mm -hmm. i don't think that instagram has the same sort of format as um tiktok in terms Mm -hmm. of like a for you page like i know there's the reels page where you can just scroll endlessly yeah and same thing with shorts but it's not it's not the same i feel like with uh with instagram instagram and and youtube kind of give me the same vibe in terms of like you have your loyal followers and like those people want to know about your day-to-day whatever Mm -hmm. tiktok is like you can really develop a community with people from like every inch of the world Mm -hmm. And they could maybe see one video and then never see you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they'll, f- like, once they see one video, they're hooked and, like, now they're following your every move, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think it's a, it's just a redirection. Where do you think they would redirect to? Um, there's no, th- there's no app right now that would yeah. do what TikTok does. I know. In terms of, like, serving up content, even no matter how small of a following you already have, yeah. to everyone. I think it's it's going to be a redirection towards um, like maybe the I feel like people are going to flock to Instagram first because almost everyone already has an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. But then when they realize like, mm, you know what, because I think YouTube shorts is still on the come up like they're not actually there yet. Right. Yeah. And I think once people discover that they can actually monetize their content and make more on there. But again, like if we're really going to talk about monetization, Honestly, I feel like just sorry to cut you off there, but I feel like YouTube's actually doing it better than Instagram reels uh no instagram has a little bit more like you have creative options i think a little bit you're, th- you're thinking about from the creative end i'm thinking about yeah. from the algorithm end, from the people from the users oh people are gonna be using it okay yeah, yeah. okay when we're talking i don't about- care i don't care what the people are posting they can if they feel like the editing software is not good enough on there they, they yeah. probably edit somewhere else and put it on there yeah i'm talking true. about the like who it's being fed to i think youtube could be i think that like although a lot of one like a creative influencers like income would come from like sponsorships or brand deals Mm -hmm. there's still the passive income through like views and stuff and i think that you can genuinely maximize the most Mm -hmm. through youtube shorts yeah so so that's where most of the content i feel like that's why i feel like it's gonna go there for the most part but like i think they're gonna they're gonna first go to instagram though because why because everyone already has an instagram account. I i feel like instagram isn't as big as you think it is Really? Yeah, it's more of a millennial thing. I don't think Gen Z is really that much into Instagram. They're more into like either TikTok or YouTube. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I never really got that idea. Really? Yeah. Do you see Gen Gen Z on TikTok like I mean Instagram like that? I'm not on Instagram as much because I'm on TikTok. Exactly. So why <laughs> would you go back to Instagram? Because Instagram already has like burned its relationship with its users to begin with. Yeah. So like there's. People are already going to be like, okay, we're not going to go to Instagram. Instagram's like basically dead to us. So let's move on to like a platform that we feel like hasn't really burned as much. Or at least we can well, benefit from it in some way. You know, I was watching this interesting video on the how Gen Z has shifted the Instagram vibe. Because you know how mm-hmm. like maybe like four or five years ago, Instagram was all about like that perfectly curated mm-hmm. feed. Um, they, they have shifted the way that people use Instagram now because... Mm-hmm it's no longer cool Mm -hmm. to have like a perfectly curated feed now instead of having like all photos of like one theme like black and white or whatever theme that you want they'll do like um i think they're called carousels where you post like 10 pictures at a time yeah and it's just like random pictures like Mm -hmm. very random unedited unfiltered yeah 
like oh here's a picture of my lunch yesterday but then here's also a billboard that i saw that was cool and then here's yeah. a cat that's on the street and then here's a random selfie that's kind of blurry but not too clear but it still looks cool anyways mm-hmm. it's more of an aesthetic of yeah it's like yeah gen z aesthetic mm-hmm. where it's like just not trying you're not trying hard like yeah you're not trying hard you're just it's like oh yeah whatever this is on my camera now the cool, cool thing is to not try yeah yeah this should have been cool a long time mm-hmm. ago but then you realize that like a lot of those posts actually do take time and like effort Bruh, to curate <laughs> you, know, you know what it is <laughs> yeah oh, i hate to admit this but it's the millennials who try hard to be like gen z mm. it's so embarrassing mm-hmm. but like sorry guys <laughs> you can tell you can tell, you can tell. Trying. yeah when it's like so perfectly blurry you're yeah like, how'd you get it like that and, <laughs> and you realize they're taking it like this <laughs> shaking their camera just hey, you to gotta do what you gotta do back. okay it is what it is stick with a young crowd that's what it is you know <laughs> uh, i love learning gen z lingo i feel like we we're talking about this yesterday yeah. and it's just like what it was really the new one you learned oh what was it again like bingo or something like some uh the big shoot. brain one no. no there's another one that you learned oh what was that again uh, oh my god it's gonna bother me uh, it's okay we, we, we're we'll not remember gonna remember it later. now yeah <laughs> where's coming when you need her exactly <laughs> <laughs> see this is her chance to <laughs> chime in <laughs> when she's listening to this she's gonna be like i told you guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i'll when i rem- when we remember we'll yeah bring it up. but uh yeah okay on to our we didn't mm-hmm. even finish the topic oh sorry we're talking about I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. how it's gonna affect the muslim community yeah i, th- I just think they're gonna migrate from tiktok yeah but like, okay, the thing I liked about TikTok, because I also I felt like TikTok was a benefit to the Muslim community, but also a detriment. Yeah. One because like, as someone who also uh, believes that's really important to like. Uh, Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, um, choose your teachers and like who you're getting your knowledge from very carefully. Mm. I felt like any, because anyone could blow up on, his, on TikTok, like there were people who were gaining larger followings who weren't really the best to be teaching and oh, maybe yeah. didn't have the best aqidah. Like it, you, you, you can tell just from the things that they were saying and doing that um, they weren't the best guiders. They were more misguiders. Okay, I'm just saying. You know, mm-hmm. not, I'm not gonna say no names. Okay, but I mean, we've talked about it before and it almost got canceled. But you know, yeah, yeah. But TikTok, <laughs> you know, that's that was a big thing. Yeah. But then again, you also saw that there were a lot of like people who first in the comments were being like, "Oh, this is making me interested in Islam," and like. You see, and then later on, you see a bunch of comments saying, I've recently converted to Islam, especially yeah. when Ramadan was coming up. There were a lot of people saying, oh, this is my first Ramadan as a Muslim. Did you see that one video? What? There Which was one? this Muslim guy who, I don't remember why, but he was sitting in his car and he was listening to Quran. Mm-hmm. And this like random lady, I don't want to assume that she was a crack addict, yeah. but she just looked a little disheveled. Yeah. Something was off. Yeah. But she came to his window and he was like, can I help you? And she's like, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, it's the Quran. And mm-hmm. she's like, yo, turn it up. Mm-hmm. It's really peaceful. And then she stood there and listened to the Quran with him. Oh, see. Honestly, the Quran, just playing the Quran or even hearing the Adhan, a mm. lot of people are attracted to Islam just from that, right? They feel this sense of like tranquility in their exactly, hearts. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, 
just e- people hearing that on TikTok, hearing mm. the Quran for the first time, hearing uh, the stories with Prophet and how how we deal with ourselves with like within within the Muslim, Muslim communities uh, has attracted a lot of people. And I feel like yeah. TikTok had was a big help with that yeah. to get a lot of people uh, their foot in the door or at least their um, an idea of what Islam is. Because mm-hmm. you'll hear a lot of people who have no idea what Islam is, but because yeah. of TikTok and because it serves your um, content to anyone, mm-hmm. no matter what they believe, who they are, or who they follow, then it at least gives them some idea of what it is, and then that can open a door to them eventually converting, which it did. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, I don't like. I don't know. I, I think we're underestimating the power of social media. Just because TikTok is going to get banned doesn't mean that all oh, this is going to go like disappear. Yeah, they'll just, they'll just you know. And I'm telling you, Instagram will probably be the first that'll like get bigger than it you is. You know what? We'll, we'll put it up to the listeners. Okay. Yeah. What do, do you, you feel think? if TikTok were to be deleted? Let us know if you're a listener. Let us know on like Instagram or whatever. Or if you're a on YouTube, let us know in the comments. Do you think that people will migrate to Instagram first, or will they go to YouTube? Because that's the two options I gave. Technically, there could be a third option where someone makes another app. But let's just say those are the two options now. Let us know, okay? Yeah. And know. yeah, so hopefully, uh, I don't think it will be deleted. I'm on the I'm the on the side saying that it most likely won't be deleted. But there was a big scare there for a while, and honestly, I feel like they were just doing it for like political points. Yeah. Yeah. So recently, there's been some controversy in the Muslim community because okay, so Gordon Ramsay has a show called Next Level Chef. And you know how a lot of times in those shows, they'll have like a secret ingredient that they don't know about ahead of time. Uh, So they line them all up. And one of the contestants, one of the contestants on that show was a Muslim girl named uh, Mahreen Karim. Mm -hmm. And they found out that the ingredient was going to be alcohol. So uh, I believe she didn't actually give any pushback at this point. She just cooked with the alcohol. I, I I don't believe she even tasted it herself. And she served it up. And uh, I believe she got praised for it and might have actually won for it. I can't remember if she won for it. But essentially, uh, she was like the Muslim representation on the show. And she, she also says herself that she's Muslim and like is uh, that's an aspect of herself. Oh, she like like openly talks about yeah. it. Oh, okay. So, uh, but there was a lot of controversy about this because, of course, everyone knows in Islam that we don't drink, al- we don't drink or consume alcohol in any way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times we don't even... We, I think we mentioned it like a couple of weeks ago. We don't even like play with the whole fact of like uh, eating from dishes that alcohol initially was inside of it, but might have been cooked out of it yeah. because of the remnants that might still be in there. Yeah. Um, but the controversy was that like, okay, you have a girl who's supposed to be representing Islam, mm-hmm. but then she didn't give any like pushback or anything when she was given something that typically we wouldn't cook with, which is alcohol. Right. Um, and there were a lot of people there were kind of two teams on this. There are people who were like praising the fact that she was even on the show to represent us because yeah. she's also a, a Muslim brown girl, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, there's the other side being like, yeah, but you still cooked with alcohol and that's not really the best representation for Muslims. And uh, first off, I think I already know what your opinion was going to be on this, right? So if you found yourself in that situation, what would you do? Me personally? Yeah. I would tell them, sorry, I can't use this. Yeah, I, I think I'd be on the same thing. Like, I'd just be like, I'll use an alcohol replacement, like vinegar or something. I don't know. Exactly. It might not have the exact same effect, but I'm not going to cook with alcohol. Yeah. Because Why would I cook something I can't eat? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 
that's where the controversy was right because she's like oh you know what I, I didn't taste it i didn't do anything myself like mm. and she's telling people i think she made a video afterwards she's like worry about yourselves guys and like don't okay i i did this thing it might be considered wrong or whatever but don't or it is considered wrong but like don't um come after me for this like this is my sin she defended herself yeah hmm. exactly okay so are would you agree with that being like oh this is your your sin like it's she's like it's okay that you're warning me about this and maybe sure i did something wrong i actually but, respect that but don't come after me for it i i think the fact that she acknowledged it mm -hmm. and said like i know this is wrong but i did it because i was on the show or whatever the mm -hmm. case is like i respect that but the other side of, well i feel she's like not, what she's is not right. encouraging people she's telling them like i know it's wrong yeah like she's not encouraged like that's 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 the but thing that's right? the, okay go ahead say like, i was just gonna say that's the thing about like this top this conversation that we've had a couple times now with with different people who are i don't even want to call them influencers anymore just people who are in this in the public eye the spotlight mm -hmm. right like at the end of the day all of us will commit sins like mm -hmm. it's just it's bound to happen right yeah and if you have some sort of influence or you're in the public eye where people are watching you um I, I, you know what, my, my opinion has recently changed on this topic mm -hmm. because I'm thinking about it this way. Unless you are a self-proclaimed influencer, sometimes it just happens, right? Like mm -hmm. maybe you, you post recipes online and people are now look, looking up to you because they look to you for um, inspiration. Mm -hmm. And then let's say you decide as a Muslim chef that you want to cook with alcohol um, and mm -hmm. then you're now getting like uh, hate for it or whatever. Yeah. And so you make a video and you're like, you know what? I know it's wrong. Please don't follow in my footsteps. Like, mm -hmm. this is just something that I did to try it or whatever. I don't know. They 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 try to justify it or whatever, mm -hmm. but they they acknowledge that it's wrong and they they condone it. So they say like, don't follow me, whatever. Then that's on them. That's on who? That's on the, the person who, who the person who did it. But the point here like i think what people are making a valid point is that like when you're on a stage like that and you're representing muslims when you do something like that you're kind of setting a precedence right because now other chefs other muslim chefs who uh, who might uh be given like a similar opportunity who then say like oh i don't drink i don't uh cook with alcohol because i'm muslim and like this is something against our beliefs but then they'll point to her and be like yeah but she's also a muslim and she did it with no issues why are you giving us pushback on this because no two muslims are the same that's yeah, what i but would say that's that's as we can say that because we're we're not ignorant to the situation mm. but like people who don't know anything about muslims to begin with like they're not going to see it like that they're gonna be like oh so like are you really just giving us pushback are you trying to be difficult with us basically no not necessarily like i think i think you know what sometimes people become uncomfortable when you state your religious boundaries because they don't understand mm -hmm. when you don't understand you retaliate or you get upset and you there's confusion there but when mm -hmm. you explain to them like hey in my religion i don't consume alcohol mm -hmm. meaning i don't put it on me like alcohol is considered najis for those of you that don't know yeah najis is um that just <laughs> like, it means filthy yeah <laughs> like is there yeah i guess so like how would you that's not the it's not that's not like the best translation of it but that's the closest we can think of right yeah like like okay i know when you're mm -hmm. when you come into contact with something that is considered nedges you have to purify yourself yeah that's what that's it's, it's not purified it's not pure it's non-pure unpure unpure yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like non-pure exactly <laughs> but um 
And so when you when you really break it down and you explain mm-hmm. like, you know, because we don't consume alcohol, we also don't cook with it under any circumstances. And this mm-hmm. is my religious belief and it's something that I'm not willing to compromise on. Mm-hmm. So either you accommodate my circumstance or you don't and I'm just going to air you out and then you're going to be considered a... Uh, discriminatory but, but do you think that she had the responsibility to do that so she can set her precedence on the like the, the large stage because that's a big stage that's on gordon ramsay's show a lot of people are watching that so it can set an idea and be like oh, okay yeah muslims yeah they cook with alcohol now ideally mm-hmm. yeah i would love for it, it would have been great representation exactly for her to on the show explain mm-hmm. it in this way mm-hmm. but she didn't and there comes that question of like well you know, are all Muslims expected to be the spokesperson for Islam? Mm-hmm. Like, are, you know, everyone's has their own uh, struggles and, and mm-hmm. they're working through it. Like, is everyone expected to be that example? Is everyone mm-hmm. expected to put their best foot forward? Yeah. A- at the end of the day, you know, we spoke about this last week in our episode, but everything that you do, all of your intentions should be for the sake of Allah only. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. Like that's between her and God. She wants to cook with alcohol. That's that's up to you. Mm-hmm. She chose not to consume it. Okay, but she still served it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just because we don't consume, if you're gifted a bottle of rosé, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I'm not gonna drink it, so I'm gonna give it to my neighbor. You're still sinful because now you're mm-hmm. giving them something to drink. Yeah, you know. Um. So ideally, yeah, it would have been so nice. I mm-hmm. think I think a lot of people would have been really happy mm-hmm. if she did that yeah like if she sorry i <laughs> gave no context if she like uh, said i'm not gonna cook with the alcohol mm-hmm. but she chose not to she chose to do it yeah so okay yeah because uh, unfortunately that is it is a normalized thing now and maybe that's why she didn't really feel like it was a big deal sorry what's normalized uh the idea that people will like serve things that would be najis or like uh sinful for us to eat or consume um just without them having to like consume it themselves like you you see that a lot now like you see muslims working in places where they would might serve pork and Mm -hmm. they have to and they do it or they don't have to do but they do it Mm -hmm. but they they're um i guess counter that as being like but i'm not eating it myself yeah and it is normalized now i know it's a deeper it's a deeper issue but uh you know it's it's something maybe we can get into one day May Allah help us. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how else to, to say that. But, mm-hmm. but you know, know, that's just something to think on. You let us know in the comments what you think about that situation. Uh, I'm, so you I'm, feel like if you were in that situation, you wouldn't do oh, it? Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. I, would, I wouldn't wait a second before saying that. Oh, you wouldn't wait a second? Yeah, I would mm. immediately be like, uh, it either kick me off or I'm not. Uh, give me another option kind of thing. Even right? if like cooking was your dream, like this was... Your oh yeah dream like everything you've ever worked for in life yeah came down to this moment yeah because like that's like the whole um oh no i can't use that example actually dang <laughs> all right so should we just jump into the let's <laughs> <laughs> into the next thing yeah. oh. so this week's theme is the phrase alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen the direct meaning is praise be to Allah, the Lord of the universe or the Lord of the worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, you know, you you confirmed with me. So I want to know, like, before mm-hmm. we kind of get into, like, breaking it down. Yeah, you know, but actually, I'm going to cut you off there a little bit. Go ahead. When, when she says get into it, she means, like, a full-on essay that she wrote before this. Okay, guys? So just get ready for her to, like, be looking down at her life. <laughs> 
Listen, okay. Reading off of this thing. I was I was preparing my notes and I didn't realize how much I was writing and then mm-hmm. I stopped and I'm like, oh my god, it's one twenty. Like I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I texted Amir. I'm like, all right. I kind of got carried away and I didn't realize how much I was writing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no no no. The more the more points, the better. I'm like, no. Like I wrote a page. And yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> it's like two pages. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was two pages. Okay. Well, what were you gonna ask me again? I was going to ask you, like, you know, when would you typically use the, the phrase Alhamdulillah or Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen? Mm-hmm. Like, when would you typically use that? I probably use that, like, in conversation, no lie, I probably sometimes say it, like, at least 20 times. Mm. I think everyone does. Like, it's just now it's almost like, it's almost like not a tick, but like, it's almost like second nature. <laughs> not you saying comparing it to a tick. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, no. But like, usually it's the first thing that comes out which is a good thing right yeah like yeah. when someone asks you oh how are you doing it's like alhamdulillah you yeah. know and it's like uh so how's your family doing alhamdulillah <laughs> <laughs> your mom alhamdulillah your dad alhamdulillah it's like oh your sister's yeah she's doing there she's like you know she's doing her things like she yeah she's doing good alhamdulillah <laughs> <laughs> you, you literally i actually put it in like you use it to express gratitude during the good times. Yeah. And you use it to express patience during the bad times. Exactly. Um, and so I kind of just want to break down, like, they're, they're genuinely, or genuinely, there generally are two uh, different ways to express thankfulness mm-hmm. to Allah. Um, and one is the, like, the obligatory thankfulness. And then there's the other one, which is the recommended thankfulness, mm-hmm. right? So what Amir was saying, where you're kind of just, like, verbally expressing gratefulness to God is... The recommended thankfulness, right? Because mm-hmm. you're you're gen- you're saying praise be to God for like my endowments or whatever yeah. situation you're in, right? Um, and it's usually the one who uh, Allah has guided and who has enlightened his heart with the proper belief. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are expected to be. Th- well, I mean, everyone should be expected to be thankful towards God, but the ones who are enlightened and the ones who are guided are the ones that have that thankfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we said, there are the two types. And so when we're talking about the obligatory thankfulness, we actually spoke about this a little bit last week. But we? yeah, I remember mentioning it. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that we were going to talk about it again this week. But here we go. <laughs> so um, the obligatory thinking is basically meaning when people refrain using the bounties that are granted to them by Allah in disobeying him. Mm-hmm. So among the bounties or, or the blessings that are given to us, the endowments that are given to us are our body parts, right? So, for example, uh, our body parts, sorry, and, our, and the money that we have, mm-hmm. our wealth. Um, so, um, for example, like we shouldn't be using, uh, or sorry, one should be thankful towards Allah with the endowment of the tongue uh, by refraining from uttering sinful words like saying mm-hmm. you know bad words or gossiping or lying etc um, and one would be thankful towards Allah for their hearing by using your ears to uh, to avoid listening to um, like sinful matters mm-hmm. so listening to gossip listening to music listening to swear words I don't know bad words yeah <laughs> bad conversations um, similarly with the eyes you your thankfulness to Allah for your sight by not viewing the haram unlawful things that you shouldn't be looking at, mm-hmm. um, and then when it comes to money and your wealth, you which you is express, the biggest one I think. Yeah, you mm-hmm. express thankfulness to Allah with your wealth by not spending it on sinful matters, but also not earning it from a sinful way and mm-hmm. a sinful source. And so it's really um, 
it's really important to learn oops it's really important to learn the rules of dealings and transactions buying and selling because a lot of times you know we're going about our day-to-day and we're doing you know how many times are we buying things are we mm-hmm. are we selling things especially with like facebook marketplace and you're selling things online like you really as muslims we really need to like preserve our faith and be very careful with what we do mm-hmm. um in order to like really be doing these transactional transactions in uh, a lawful way um as for the recommended thankfulness um it's done by using your tongue like literally uttering alhamdulillah rabbil alamin to thank allah um azawajal for the bounties that were granted to us without him being obligated to do so mm-hmm. and so you know why like the question that i want to ask you and then i kind of want to answer is like why why is thanking allah and being grateful to allah so important to muslims would you say why is it so important yeah i uh, i think we mentioned last week like there's so many things we are blessed with or like um we were given so many endowments yeah um, the abilities i guess yeah mm-hmm. exactly that mm-hmm. like you should be thankful for that just for mm-hmm. the ability to be able to like wake up and like uh go and uh have the ability to go and work and make money or like the ability to uh see here like all the things that you're mentioning there just the ability to be able to do those things you should yeah. be thankful. you would be thankful for those things right yeah um especially when you're giving examples of people who don't have those things mm-hmm. that's when you're extra thankful right that's why usually when people see other people who are who can't see or um who can't hear like or any other disability like usually that's when they get the most thankful or then they're reminded of how, the things that they should be thankful for right actually on that note because mm-hmm. i did make my a point for this answer mm-hmm. was i was gonna say like i feel like in today like i think comparison has always been around but in today's day and age mm-hmm. because social media is so like <clears throat> prevalent it's so easy to compare yourself to somebody else that's posting online right like mm-hmm. people love sharing their blessings online for many different reasons whether it's to get monetization or Mm -hmm. they just want to share their good news you know like people like something good happens to you and your first instinct naturally is to tell people around you Mm -hmm. right and so people are posting like okay i bought a new car or it got a really good job got a new house got married have a new kid and people are posting online for millions if not billions of people to to watch and consume that content all over the world and you don't know the situation of people around the world. Mm-hmm. There could be someone who maybe their life isn't going so great. And now they're on TikTok or Instagram or whatever scrolling mm-hmm. through and they see all oh, this person got married, but I'm single and I'm alone and I'm like really sad. Yeah. And now they're comparing themselves and you know what they, you know what they're doing in this case because they're comparing themselves and they're seeing that you have something that they don't have. Mm-hmm. They're forgetting their thankfulness because now they're feeling like they're longing for that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they want something that they don't have or you know, like I, I'm sure you've heard of that saying comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And so th- I remember like a very long time ago, I learned this from one of my teachers where um, the teacher said, when you're looking to someone else and you're looking at the blessings that they have in this dunya, in this world, you should never look down upon yourself and say, I want what they have. Mm-hmm. Rather, you should look at those who don't have what you have, mm-hmm. like that, that don't have, for example, a roof over their head, maybe they're homeless or they don't have a job or they don't have working legs. They don't have eyes or whatever. They, they, they don't, they don't have the vision that you have. Mm-hmm. They're lacking what you have. And so you should, you should never look up at someone who has more than you, but you should look. You know, what's funny mm-hmm. about that point you're making. Mm-hmm. I, I forget which video it was recently that I saw, 
but it was they were talking to a poor person or someone from a, like a war torn or um yeah like war torn country? country where like basically they're poor they have like they have they don't know if they're gonna have food the next day they don't have a roof over their head mm. and that person they were speaking to was actually like we actually feel bad for you guys for the people in the west i think actually it was a girl who was coming over for like you know aid like um they're giving food out and like yeah. helping that and they said they actually felt bad for us because like um they're being tested every day mm-hmm. by allah right they don't know what they're gonna have the next day but they're always they always still have the trust in allah right listen a lot of the inhabitants of jannah are gonna be the poor people exactly the less you have the less What's the word in English? <laughs> <laughs> Just say it in Arabic. It's not. It's in Gaysanan. Oh, say it in Gaysanan. Say it in Gaysanan. <laughs> like the less chinky you have, the less worries you have. Yeah, there the you less, go. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the less you have, because like if you if you know like you only have in your mm-hmm. belongings, you only have five things. You mm-hmm. only have to worry about these five things. Yeah. Listen, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. Biggie once upon a time said, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> the more money you have, the more problems you have. Mm-hmm. Literally, more money, more problems. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the way that life is. Yeah. More money means more responsibility. More responsibility means more risk. More mm-hmm. risk means more problems because things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So, also, more money means like, more temptation, more test. Yeah. To see what you're going to do with, like, if Allah is giving you all of these things your test is what are you going to do with this, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So, like, it's it's less apparent to us of wh- how we're being tested. Because mm. back, like, that woman who was talking, it's more apparent, it's more in their face of what they're being tested with, right? Mm. The hardships they have are literally like, what am I going to eat tomorrow? Like, yeah. where am I going to sleep? All those things. But for us, if we have all those things already, like, you have to think about what is, because Allah is testing all of us. Yeah. So now you have to think about what are we being tested with right now, Yeah. right? So, but when you start to when you start to uh, think of it even deeper, then you start realizing like realizing like oh like now I've been given all this wealth mm-hmm. It's like how am I spending this wealth right? So yeah. you're gonna be asked about this in the future. So yeah, that's why it was interesting when you were going down that path of yeah. what you're talking about like how those people who you might we should be looking to are the ones who actually feel bad for us. Subhanallah, that's mm-hmm. that's wild that she even like was able to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, like to to finish the point that I was saying was. What I had learned was you should never be envious of those that have more than you, mm-hmm. but rather you should look at those who have less than you and you should be grateful for what you do have. Because mm-hmm. that'll remind you when you when you look and you see, you know, someone doesn't have as much as you have. You're grateful for like you end up feeling more wealthy because you're like, wow, I have I have this and I have this and I have this and I have this and I'm still trying to be ungrateful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then to finish that point, the teacher said but when it comes to the deen aspect, the religious knowledge, your iman, mm-hmm. you should always look to those that have more than you, those who have more knowledge, those who can read the Quran better, mm-hmm. those who pray more, and you should feel that motivation to be like them. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, wow, what a what a contrast in the way that we view the dunya versus like the things that benefit your akhirah, mm-hmm. you know? Um, There's actually, uh, sorry, I saw yeah. another video where you think that like having sight in hearing or and being able to speak like these are blessings mm. but i think i believe they're speaking to like a blind man mm-hmm. and he was actually grateful for the fact that allah made him blind mm. because he's like now i have one less thing to worry about that will testify against me wow on the day of judgment, right exactly wow. that was his thinking right because wow. he doesn't have to worry about his sight what he's looking at or anything like that because yeah. it's one less thing for him to worry about yeah. so he's actually grateful for the fact that he was given he was he was made 
blind by Allah. So he probably said Alhamdulillah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, even the things that we can may consider to be, be considered a hardship blessings or can be actually uh, work against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like having these hands, like they can be both blessings, but also if you don't do the right things with them, they're going to speak against you on the day of judgment, right? So you have oh, yeah. to be very careful about that. In case y'all didn't know, your body parts are going to testify against exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, be careful of what you're doing with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also want to kind of touch upon this because I know I just kind of sp- uh, like just briefly said something right before my point about uh, sharing things online mm-hmm. and, and posting your blessings online. Now, I feel like we're in this day and age where oversharing is normal Mm -hmm. like if you don't overshare you almost come across as like disingenuous Mm -hmm. you know and so i'm thinking like okay you know what like we just spoke about this point before but like the fact that tiktok built such a strong like you're able to form communities online with a bunch of strangers Mm -hmm. but at the same time we're also fueling the narrative of comparison, right? Like we're giving people the opportunity to critique our every move. Mm-hmm. We're giving people the opportunity to, you know, listen, you could be inflicted with evil eye. Mm-hmm. I, I always go like, this is something that I've noticed recently, but like, you know, for example, like people will get married or they do their nikah or something and they post like a quick uh, video on TikTok or something. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever like looked at the comments, mm-hmm. but it's like a very like healthy mix of like the you know the usual like mashallah tabarakallah mm-hmm. like Allahumma barik whatever like they'll have all the, yeah. the duat that that's there, but then there's also a bunch of comments that are like, when is it going to be my turn? I'm going to go sleep on the highway tonight. Oh yeah, sliding down. What is it? Sliding down the wall, screaming and crying. Yeah. Whatever those comments are, and like at first I thought those comments were funny, but then I'm like. Oh my god like there are so many people that like want what you have mm-hmm. and uh, and you know on one hand it's like okay we need to think good of our muslim brothers and sisters but mm-hmm. you don't have control over who watches your content yeah like it could be anyone it could be someone who's envious of you someone who could give you the the eye you know what i mean like the way that like i feel like as i kind of like grow and like the way that i'm understanding social media it mm-hmm. makes me a little bit more weary to even share things which is almost hypocritical because we're obviously on social media but what we're doing is in a controlled environment right mm-hmm. like we're not posting necessarily about our lives here and there we're we're speaking to you guys and sharing our thoughts on certain things but when i when i'm i'm really kind of focusing on like like just sharing your blessings like if amir was to get a new car i doubt you would even post it online yeah I, I would probably forget before even <laughs> i'll probably be like oh i should post this online and then just forget to do it later. <laughs> yeah like you he might just tell like close friends or like if we see it we see it type of thing yeah but like i just feel like i don't know like po- like i don't know if we're moving toward like especially as the, as the muslim community like how do you guys feel do you feel like we're kind of sort of moving towards like people mm-hmm. are more cognizant of the evil eye being a thing and so maybe they're like i've noticed a lot of people are like hiding faces now like they don't really show Mm -hmm. their kids faces or even their spouses faces or their own yeah people are really moving away from that but they're still somehow posting content Mm -hmm. like how do you feel do you think that like we're moving towards like the type of islamic or muslim inspired content where people are being weary now about yeah the people have yeah people are definitely getting a lot more weary now about what they're posting like even people who were on the not the opposite end but like I think that girl Lena, 
Lena Hadid, something like that. The who? the the girl who works out on Instagram on TikTok. Oh, the one that we've both spoken about. Yeah, Lena Deeb. I think that's her name. But mm-hmm. even her, like before, she was like wearing all Gymshark. Like it showed a lot of skin. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I but saw even that. her himself herself has like moved to because she started growing closer to uh, her, her dean. dean. Like she started wearing covering up a lot more yeah uh she stopped using music in her mm-hmm. um tiktok posts and stuck to like more nasheed or just beats so like the whole muslim community in general i do feel is moving towards that i don't know i feel like they're kind of it'll, it'll kind of like go to somewhere in more of a moderate sense because i feel like if you're going to a level where you're doing things that were like i i want to be on online but like I also you don't want to be private, but not secretive. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, it's like do you really need to post it at that point? I, I don't know. know. I you know, know what I'm saying. I know. I get. What you, it's like it's like when people post like their pic, their kid, but they put a thing emoji over them. Yeah. Like, why are you posting it? Then? Exactly. Yeah, like, if you're being cognizant, just don't post it. Yeah. Like. Um. But you know, everybody kind of still wants to share it because they have family and friends who follow, still follow them. So send send them a text. Huh? Send them a text. It's probably easier just put it on social media. No. Look, I, I I really I go back and forth on this topic. Yeah, because that's why I'm go- even for me it's hard for me to say because even I go back and forth on it too. Yeah, right? like and I know sometimes like people will watch our videos and like one week we speak on one topic, the next week we speak on something else, and they call us hypocrites for it. But like, mm-hmm. you like we're human beings. Our minds change weekly. Yeah. Like every week that we're learning something new, or we we change our outlook on life and our perception on certain things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to social media like i remember there was a time where i like felt the need to like post like oh we're going to a nice restaurant i'm gonna post it Mm -hmm. we're hanging out with our friends i'm gonna post it we're doing this i'm gonna post it and you know i I don't know what it is maybe it's like that serotonin Mm -hmm. boost that you get it's definitely you know that's what it is you you literally broke it down to what it really is it's Uh. a serotonin you get from it right yeah (laughs) like you don't want to admit it but like everybody does get a little bit of that like nice Feeling. no i get anxiety when i post something i like avoid instagram completely yeah but then once you see the reaction afterwards that's when the serotonin hits right that's when you yeah. get the hit because when you see oh it was good it was successful <laughs> yeah. then you get that hit so <laughs> when you break it down like that <laughs> yeah so that's what everybody's kind of like searching for that's why those people who do still post even though they're covering up and doing as much as they can to cover up i think it's because they still get a little bit of that connection and that serotonin mm. with it right so you know it's it's human it's you know it's, it's, it's their compromise thing. it's their boundary and exactly you know i i just and also a, a second part of that is the fact that i mentioned where like family and friends are also watching you so you kind of want to share with them as well mm-hmm. but um but also the people who a lot of times who are covering like that also feel like maybe it's because they don't have a community themselves where they are so they feel like by posting they're connecting with a community a larger community out there and, and finding um friends who are actually good for them because maybe where they live, they're like the only Muslim who's there. So when they post, they are able to connect with the other Muslims around the world who make them feel like they're more part of the community. Yeah. And, you know, for that reason. So I'm literally going against what I just said earlier. <laughs> but, but, that, but this is what I'm saying. Like, we yeah, go back and forth. Because exactly. We, when, when you're considering both sides of the thing, mm-hmm. like I totally get that. But then I also have this point here that says your blessing still exists, even if you're not posting it online to prove it to mm-hmm. others yeah like it's literally like you got married mashallah congratulations you're still gonna be married if you don't tell your instagram followers mm-hmm. inshallah anyways i don't know <laughs> like yeah you know what i mean like i i, I just I, I really go back and forth like because mm-hmm. i get it like on one hand let's say you you've built this community of people and mm-hmm. so like these people support you they love you whatever you guys share ideas mm-hmm. and 
you you have this big news whatever whatever the case is it doesn't have to be marriage it could be anything Mm -hmm. and so you want to share it because these people love you you love them and so you you post it online Mm -hmm. but if let's say you have a public for a public page it's not just them who's going to consume that content you don't have control of where it's going to be sent to it's going to be screenshot it's going to be it could go anywhere right especially as long as what you're posting is not like doesn't put you in a negative light i think you should be okay no but like like for example amir like there are so many people who and i've seen this on tiktok a lot where they'll post like they got a new car and it's a really nice Mm -hmm. car and they're so excited and so they're sharing it they're doing a car tour yeah here's all the new things i bought for my car two weeks later they get into a really bad accident the car that's like that's like an example that you typically wouldn't see in the muslim community because i'm everything you're talking about at least every time every time Everything we're talking about, I feel like is related to the Muslim community or at least Muslim on like media. Well, evil eye is not specifically for Muslims. It could happen to anyone. Yeah, but I don't usually see like other Muslims posting about, oh, I got a nice new car, that kind of thing. Do they? Yeah, Muslims love to post about marriage. Yeah, that's the main thing, really. <laughs> that's the biggest <laughs> blessing for them. <laughs> marriage or kids. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and I'm not saying don't post in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, to each their own. If you want to post... You might be a car guy. Honestly, you might just be a car guy who likes cars. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? I, I wouldn't discourage someone from posting something like that if they like that thing to begin I, with, right? Th- and that's the thing, right? Like, I'm not necessarily discouraging you. I'm yeah. just saying, like. See? It's hard. I don't know. I don't know. Pick and mm-hmm. choose. Pick and choose what you want to post. I'm, all I'm saying is, at the end of the day, like, when it comes to you know because we're we we got to circle this back to being thankful and Mm -hmm. being grateful to allah right and i'm just thinking about it in this sense it's like and it's not okay i need to i need to organize my thoughts Mm because i I have so much going on it's like racing in my head right now if i have a blessing and i want to share with my followers and Mm -hmm. i post it that's one thing right yeah but let's say there's someone who maybe doesn't even follow me but came across my content and they're like i want what's hers i want that for Mm -hmm. myself I could, without even knowing, and without that person even knowing, could be in- inflicted with evil eye, and then my blessing is now taken away from me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... But isn't that the risk that you're willing... If you're going to post it, that's like the risk you're willing to take. Yeah. And I think right. that's ultimately what I'm trying to get at, mm-hmm. is like, just know that it exists. Maybe make your tahseen and, and ask for protection from mm-hmm. Allah. Like, at the end of the day, you know... Not everyone's going to be happy for you. Not everyone's going to love you. Not everyone's going to like you. Mm-hmm. But you want to post your blessings, post it. You want to post your happiness, post your happiness. Like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But just know that, like, you just, you don't have control. Unless you have, like, a private page, whatever. Do what you want with your page. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah, that's kind of just what, like, I, I know that sounds so, like, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anyone who follows me on Instagram, they're like, well, you post. And I'm like, yeah, maybe like once or twice a year. And it's like random photos that I have that Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to like for me, I feel like I made my Instagram because I use my Instagram and even my Facebook at the time when I was still using it. Mm -hmm. I use it as like a like a visual diary, like my own memories. I I feel like I stalk myself the most Mm -hmm. because I like to look back. I'm a very nostalgic person. (laughs) I like to look back on photos. I'm like, this is a fun trip or like this is such a fun time. Um, but then I, I kind of went through this phase where I was like, I don't know if I really want like mm-hmm. my face out there all the time. Like I'm already on like the podcast, like that's enough, you yeah. know, that's a controlled thing. But I feel like sometimes when you post too much mm-hmm. of your stuff online, 
you can just feel it like you feel uneasy i don't know i just feel like i feel uneasy because it like, depends on the person yeah it depends on the person yeah it really some does. people just like doing that yeah and, and that's some a, people make careers out of it <laughs> i mean i know <laughs> and that's the thing right like if that's what you want to do like mm-hmm. i'm not discouraging you in any way i'm just saying this is how i feel mm-hmm. it, for me because everybody's i think as long as a person's willing to accept the risks yeah risks that come with that yeah then you know do you yeah because at the end of the day i don't want to tell anyone to not do something as long as their intentions are pure i guess because like if you're um intentions are like just for like praise and like mm. um making yourself look better than someone else then okay that's kind of weird but for the most part people are posting because just it makes them feel good or yeah. they feel like they want to share with their friends and family that or people that are now following them yeah. because they feel like they influence them that's why we always talk about like make sure that like if you if you have a following like be careful of like how you're influencing them or like uh what you're putting out there because you never know how um you might influence someone to do like a sin or something that's Mm. not right and then you also get that on you because i believe if you uh inspire someone inspire someone or help someone commit a sin then you also take that as well so uh but as long as you're being careful about that moral of the story just stay off social media (laughs) nah don't stay off social media subscribe But yeah, so I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know. I I feel like I just went all over the place with that. But like, Mm -hmm. hopefully you guys understand where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not saying I'm never going to post online. Mm -hmm. How do we get on this again? Uh, Because we were talking about how I was asking why. (laughs) What? Why why thanking Allah and being grateful is important. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's how it started. And then we went all the way to there. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. And we were all over place because we don't have a, a, a defined thought on this. Yeah, we go back and forth on it. Mm-hmm. I want to know how, what you guys think about it, though. But like at the end of the day, to, to circle back to that yeah. question of why why it's so important. At the end of the day, being grateful for what you have mm-hmm. kind of limits. I don't want to say prevents completely, but it limits the ungratefulness. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you're ungrateful and you're resentful, even because mm-hmm. you don't have certain things, then you're just living a life of like uh, ungratefulness. You're not happy. You're not content mm-hmm. in your life. And I think why would you bother yourself by always wanting more? But again, that's human nature. right? We always the grass is always mm-hmm. greener on the other side, as they say. Um, but <laughs> it's so funny. I just thought of <laughs> what I just thought of a lyric. <laughs> it's like, well, they say the grass is greener on the other side, but it's green where you where you water it. Ah, uh, is that a Taylor Swift song? No, it's actually Big Sean. Oh my god! Stuck for a long Exactly, <laughs> this girl. It just popped into Hey, we're not all perfect, though. okay? But anyway, sometimes they lines, you know, they be hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lyrics. It's yeah. the lyrics. But anyways, um, I think the importance behind it is mm-hmm. ultimately it's all it's always going to be a reminder to be the best muslim that you can be right mm-hmm. like it all kind of goes back to fulfilling your obligations mm-hmm. avoiding you know the prohibited things um and just doing the best that you can right not none of us are perfect mm-hmm. and i don't even know if we can even say like you have to st- strive for perfection but at the end of the day just do the best that you can Ask your Lord for help. Ask your Lord to, you know, keep you on the straight path. And just 
you know, do do take it from there. Mm-hmm. And and I know we spoke about like wealth as being one of the endowments that we're blessed with. Yeah. This is the perfect opportunity this month where your rewards are multiplied by God knows how many times. We don't know. It could be multiplied by 10 times. It could be multiplied by 100 times. It could be multiplied by a million times. Allahu alam. Mm-hmm. But take advantage of this month. Donate. It doesn't even have to be money. Mm-hmm. Don't when you go when you are invited to someone's house and you know that they're making food for you and you just you're like, you know what, let me just buy them a cake. Yeah. Make the intention that you're donating it Allah Ta'ala and then you get rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's funny? Mm. The other day I, someone posted about like donating to some cause. And I was like, Okay, I'll donate, you know, I'll I'll give like fifty dollars or whatever. And you know how they say when you when you like donate like you get it back tenfold literally like the next day after i donated i got like a random check in the mail for like 250 bucks <laughs> really <laughs> yeah of like hey we did your taxes wrong and like here's your money back or whatever oh. so literally like the day after i just donated 50 dollars, i got like five times that back basically it's subhanallah it's actually so like crazy to me when i think about like you know, sometimes when you're when you're being asked to donate and you're like, I only have three hundred dollars in my checking. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, fine, here's one fifty. Yeah. And then you like, you don't even th- like the way that God works, Subhanallah. Like, you don't even know where it's gonna come from, mm-hmm. but it's gonna come back. Like, not just you're not just gonna get one hundred fifty back. It's gonna come back like like you said, like tenfold. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa. And and sometimes you don't even realize like. Oh, it's because I donated that one time, but mm-hmm. like later on, like hind- you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, yeah. and you're like, "Yo, remember that one time I donated a hundred? Like that was literally half of what I had, mm-hmm. and I got back like three times more, or whatever the case mm-hmm. is." So, y'all donate for the sake of Allah. Do it. Um, I wonder if we have any like what things that we could post any links of like what to donate to because i know people might ask if we find something by the time we post this video we'll put yeah them in i'll the do some research and i'll look for different organizations that are fundraising mm-hmm. this ramadan i'm I sure think, like islamic relief yeah i'm pretty sure islamic relief mm-hmm. does one i'm pretty sure aisha is doing working with them exactly yeah she's someone. also working with someone yeah so we'll, mm-hmm. we'll find a couple links you can pick and choose or you can you do a little bit to all of them and, and you yeah. know what donations don't have any limits like you could do a dollar and it's still rewardable if you were to do a hundred dollars. Like it really, it's, it's anything that you can, even a smile is considered charity. Smile mm-hmm. to your Muslim brothers and sisters. And th- that feeling of like, if someone smiled at you, aren't you just like, Oh, okay. You know, like y- you feel nice. And because you made someone else feel good about themselves, that's a sense of donation. Give them a mm-hmm. date. It's a, it's a form of donation. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the date that you eat, by the way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, I, I just like I don't know. I just feel like use this month to its full p- potential? potential. Yeah, yeah. That's the word. I, I thought you had it already. No, I was like, what's the word I'm trying to use? <laughs> oh my god. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, inshallah, the rest of this month is going to be a blessed one for all of us. Mm-hmm um i don't know if you wanted to add another point but no I'll, I'll keep that for next week it's all, all right. good yeah you sure yeah we're good don't all worry right. about it okay um i guess i'll close it out here mm-hmm. uh thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the cousin connection pod 
you know what to do. Don't forget to subscribe. Inshallah, we will hit 3,000 subscribers by next week mm-hmm. or by the time this is posted. Yeah. And I know we talked about like, you know, social media, bad, <laughs> blah, 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 all that stuff. You know what? As long as you have good intentions <laughs> and you and you, and you you hope to benefit the community, mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine. Do what you want to do, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's the ultimate point I want to say there, okay? Also, I just want to say, oh, God. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I need to put some WD-40 on there. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, um, I'm gonna fully embrace my Abaya girl dreams this month. I wish I was in a Muslim country. Mm. Like, I, I don't know if you like. Okay, before we actually end, I'm gonna go on a quick yeah. tangent. Do you have this same feeling of like sometimes when you're like getting dressed to go to work or wherever you're going, and you're like, I wish I was in a Muslim country so mm. I could just wear like a jalebi all the time. Yeah, I saw like a really? post recently from like I think it's like Sacred Footsteps or something, mm. where there's a dude they're following in Turkey, or the the guy was in Turkey, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, I would like like move now if I could live in Turkey with no issues, just to have a job there ready and everything. Turkey would be like the spot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or like a Muslim country in general. I think it's just because he made Turkey look so nice. Yeah. And like the mosque there, he made the, like the mosque already looked like beautiful, right? Yeah. yeah but the yeah. way he shot it and all the cats, like I'm, I love cats to begin with. So Turkey just that. Dream. Yeah. Like I, maybe hopefully they still have the poster. If they do, I'll show it to you. Yeah. But like it just made me want to like just like have a nice little place in the corner, like right next to a mosque. But um, yeah, living in a Muslim country would be like ideal. Yeah. Like um, I know one of my friends, you know, Hanan's Corner. Mm hmm. So she's in Dubai right now, and um, I I just saw this on her story like mm-hmm. earlier today where she was outside like by the water in Dubai, mm-hmm. and you can hear the Quran being recited during like Tarawih prayers, like just mm-hmm. out in the open because it's on a speaker. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my heart longs to be in a in a yeah. country or city like that. You know, like it's just so different. I think growing up in the West, like mm-hmm. you could probably wear like we could wear a baya here. And it's fine, but like you still get stares. It's being normalized, so it is, but it's not the same. Yeah, unless you're like living in a Muslim community area, so mm-hmm. like everyone's wearing it, or you go to the mosque, then it's fine. It's whatever, but yeah. like it's just it's not the same. Yeah, you know? I can't go to work in a nice abaya, and like people are gonna look at me like, "Yo, you yeah, good?" We'll talk about that next week. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, we'll leave it on that note. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you always. Uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you're either breaking your fast or if you're fasting, you only got a little bit more left to go. I hope mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.